This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel and Bridget Capel, special episode on handling chaos. Three, two, one. Is that close enough? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We are here on a Monday night. I don't know what night it is even, but we're here because we wanted to bring you a special episode of the podcast. I'm here with my daughter, Bridget Capel, who's been on the podcast with me before, and we wanted to bring you a special edition of the Veterinary Life Coach podcast because of all the crazy things that are going on in the world right now with the coronavirus. And so Bridget is on lockdown in Fort Worth, Texas. Say hi, Bridget. Hi, everyone. (laughs) And I am in lockdown in Sterling Heights, although veterinarians aren't really on lockdown. We still have to go to work. So tomorrow I have to go to work and brave the uh, virus. But tonight we would like to bring you some just some ways to handle the chaos that's going in the, on in the world right now. Right, Bridge? That was kind of yeah. what we decided we wanted to do. We had been talking earlier in the week about doing a podcast on a whole nother subject, and we had been planning that. But as we talked about it, we just thought that this is such a hard time for a lot of us to manage our minds. And as mm-hmm. life coaches, and Bridget is a student of life coaching. She really enjoys it and she does a lot of um, managing the mind type of things. We thought that this would be a really important topic for the two of us to address. So how do we want right. to get started on this, Bridget? We want to talk about how to how to get to the point where, you know, we're understanding what's going on with right. and I think brains. it's Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not so much managing the chaos that's going on outside around right. you that you can't control, but managing the chaos that comes up in your mind. Because I think a lot of people are feeling anxiety and fear and panic and you know all kinds of uh, what we might call negative emotion over what's happening right now. And you know we need now more than ever uh, to learn how to coach ourselves or find a coach to help us coach ourselves so that we can keep our minds focused and productive and, um, you know, out of a chaotic state. Right. And out of that feeling of anxiety and fear and all the things that those chaotic thoughts bring up, because that's what seems to be happening right now to a lot of us. And, you know, I've been having to coach myself every day through a lot of those feelings. And I think what happens is we have these brains that are designed to protect us from all the negativity in the world and and our brain thinks that it's supposed to scare us. It's supposed to create all of these thoughts, um, just trying to keep us safe. And that's part of our anatomy. That's part of the way our brain is designed. Right. So you talk about the Chihuahua brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that limbic system. You know, the, the small amygdala part of your brain, which is part of your um, limbic system. I call it the chihuahua brain because it reminds me of one of those little dogs that you reach out to pet and it attacks your hand because they're so scared and they're like, (laughs) and they go to bite you. That's what it reminds me of. So um, I found this picture of a chihuahua that's kind of 
starting to bite somebody. And, and I said, that's what my amygdala looks like is this little chihuahua. Yeah. It's so, like, it's not only the fear, but it's like the impulse to react to whatever fear, emotion you're feeling. Yeah. The striking out, like those dogs are in a constant state of upset. And that's what I think of when I think of that primitive part of our brain is its whole job is to protect us from the dangers that it perceives in the world. And when there are a lot of things coming at us that feel dangerous, and this is specifically because it's so uncertain. Or even just uncertain, yeah. Yeah, it's the uncertainty. Unknown. Right, it's fear of the unknown. And so that little part of our brain, that chihuahua, brings up all of these negative thoughts. And then when we embrace the negative thoughts and we don't realize where they're coming from, then they create the anxiety and the fear. And that's when we have a tendency to go down that rabbit hole of concern. So we kind of wanted to talk about that and, and how then, when that is a fact that we know that we're dealing with, how then do we manage that? Not necessarily try not to feel it because we do in some sense have to feel the fear that comes up with those thoughts. Right. And we have to be okay with feeling that in order to process it. But then how do we deal with it and how do we choose to Right, without do pushing better? it away or reacting to it. Yeah. In so, a way that doesn't serve us. Yeah. So that's kind of what we wanted to talk about to help you and give you tools in order to deal with that. And I think if you're working in a veterinary hospital and you're still open and you're st- still having to go deal with the outside world. Um, you and know, interact those thoughts. with the public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I found myself worrying about my team, worrying about myself and getting sick, and then worrying about bringing the virus home to your family. And those are all real, real concerns, but not necessarily something that we have to indulge in and go into that spinning, terrible anxiety that comes up. Right. So, right. Yeah. So that's kind of what we want to talk about. Um, I think probably the first thing maybe we could talk about is how we deal with that or maybe just how we sit in it and feel it. What do you think? What do you think is the yeah. way we should go? I think, I mean, I, I think the first step <clears throat> what comes to mind for me is like, is the thought download and journaling. I mean, it's basically a, a fancy word for journal, journaling. Journaling, um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah. Um, I think a big first step is to become aware of the thoughts that you're having and that the, the feelings that you're having are caused by the thoughts that you're having. Um, and the best way to go about doing that is to really write it down um, or speak with someone. But if you're, if you're on your own and you're trying to coach yourself and you're trying to get yourself out of negativity – Writing it down forces you to look at the thoughts as something outside of your brain um, and not a part of you. You know, it does. It doesn't always feel as real once you put it out in front of you. And actually so, read them and and right, look you read at them, them back and you go, okay, well that one isn't doing anything for me. Like, why would I? Why am I thinking that? Or you know, this. Well, one and is- it helps you sort out the facts from the thoughts because right. some some of the things that you'll hang on to are those numbers you know, this many people were tested and this many people were sick. And, you know, and those are kind of, those are facts. I mean, there's numbers, but I think the thoughts that come from those facts 
will you'll be able to sort out, you know, if you write them down. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so, not the facts that are causing the fear, it's the thoughts. Right. Yeah. So what does a thought download look like then? To me, from a coaching's perspective. Well, from a coach's perspective, I think it just looks like sitting down and, and the way I do a thought download is sitting down and giving myself just kind of a, a small amount of time to just write every single thing down that's in my head. So if you are, you know, stressed or anxious or any of those things, you know, first of all, realizing that that's the feeling that you're feeling and then just kind of putting all those thoughts out on paper and mm -hmm. just writing and writing and writing and writing and then looking at them one by one and deciding, you know, which ones are facts, that these are just things I cannot do anything about. You know, you cannot change what's going on right now. You have, you don't have that power, but then what are the things that I'm making making these thoughts mean to me and really looking right. at those objectively. Right. And it doesn't have to have like a, any kind of look like you could bullet point a right. list. If you want to, you can just write, I feel like this because of this, because of this, and then just go and then pick out the thoughts from there and like, then make a list. You, there's a lot of ways you can do it, whatever right. yeah, works I'm, well for you. Yeah. I think somebody like you, who's very like, you like to have everything structured. You probably would do good with bullets. Actually, no, I, I like to just stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. Just, okay. Yeah. Cause I think if I try to do it bullet points, I get a little like, well, how, what's the best way that I could word this thought? Uh, like, even no, though no, no, I'm no. the only one reading it, it's like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. So it's easier for me to just like, blah, 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 like, you know, word vomit on so, the page. Yeah. So it might yeah. e not even be sentences. It's just like whatever. Oh comes yeah. It's just whatever is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, then to go back and read it and be like, okay, well, there's a thought, there's a thought, there's a feeling that's being caught, you know, and to like Caused make sense of thought. it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. when you just write it down, even if you don't go back and, you know, do your homework <laughs> like a good student, if you just read it back to yourself and go like, oh, that's, you know, that doesn't make a lot of sense or well, and even it, if it feels good to just express it. It feels good to get it out of your body. And then if you can see it for what it really is, is it's that chihuahua feeding you a bunch of crap, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes I'll even say that. I'll be like, you stupid chihuahua. I'm not going to believe that. <laughs> you know, that, that's not right. And so sometimes it, it helps me to go there and, yeah. you know, just really look at each thought. And then it also helps you, you know, as you look at the, the thoughts that are creating the feelings. And let's just say if you were feeling fear, if mm -hmm. that was your primary feeling, um, because I think probably fear and anxiety are big ones right now for all of us. And you yeah. can just say, like okay, depression. yeah, yeah, I, I can see where you could go there because of all the overwhelm that comes with it. It's a know, lot of change at once, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think Especially I, being I stuck can say personally, yeah, that's, I feel like I'm facing some of that too. It's not only the anxiety, it's like the, the loss, like there's some depression and grief because, you know, as a singer, most of, you know, we can't have an audience because they can't sit next to each other. So Right. Most of our gigs are gone for the foreseeable yeah. future. Like your and jobs. You're, you're totally yeah, and lost your job just that, like that. One day you yeah. had a job and the next day it was gone. Yeah. yeah. And stuff that you've been, you've had for like a year, you've had a contract for a year and then all of a sudden, you know, you were preparing for it and that's gone. So I'm sure there are a lot of professions that are facing stuff like that. And there's yeah, like, there's grief, there's like grief and a depression and a, yeah. And anxiety yeah. of like, you know, how am I going to 
how do I pay my bills and where's the money going to come from? Yeah. I think a lot of us are facing that and especially people like you that have jobs that were just, you know, like restaurant workers, boom, gone, you're, you're home, movie theaters, anybody that worked in any entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. you know, unless they can do something like a podcast over the internet, they're kind of lost. So yeah, if depression is one of them, then look at that list of thoughts that you wrote down and pick out the ones that are the most painful and the ones that are causing you the most grief and the most depression. And then, you know, really look at those. And I, I think it really helps to, to just sit and feel it. You know, I, I've had the last few days, a few days where I've been a little bit anxious. And if I notice that feeling in my body, it really helps for me to just have compassion for myself and say, right. well, of course you're feeling anxious. There's all this unknown and your little chihuahuas working overtime. And so let's sit down and let's feel this a little bit. And now let's work on it. Right. So I think you have to give yourself some, some uh, grace. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you start to feel, I mean, with any emotion, if you're like, Oh oh no, I'm anxious. Why am I anxious? I shouldn't be anxious right now. Like this, and you try to shove it away and resist it. It just kind of compounds itself. Then you're anxious about being anxious and, Yeah. You know, or um, beating yourself up. Like I find myself saying, well, you should know how to fix this. You're a coach. Get get your brain right, honey. Get get rid of that chihuahua. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll do that. Like these are very normal things to be feeling and I'm just going to like feel, you know, stressed out or sad right now. And um, yeah, allow yourself to like process that, feel it in your body. That's another thing that, um, haven't you talked about like, uh, like you've identified that you're feeling anxious. Yes. So to sit and go, okay, where do I feel this in my body? Like, okay, there's a tightness in my chest. I'm clenching my jaw. Yeah. I get get like shaky. I feel like when I'm anxious, I get kind of like almost like nervous energy. You know, I was, I was earlier today, I was kind of like shake, trying to shake it out because I was starting to feel it. And I was like, oh, okay, here's anxiety. Now I just have to figure out where is it coming from and, and really have compassion for it and realize that it's a normal thing that humans do and and not fight with it. And that it's just a vibration in your body. When it all comes down to it, any emotion that you're feeling is just like, I feel, I feel this in my, you know, I feel the the jittery nervous energy and like, it's okay. And and the more you sit with it and just allow it to be there, the more it will dissipate. It dissipates. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than trying to fight it and fix it. You know, I'm kind of a fixer. So sometimes I just want to fix something. And (laughs) yeah, it is amazing. You're like, I have negative emotion. I got to get rid of it. Right. I exactly (laughs) do that. I do that too. Yeah. And what happens when you do that is you try to make yourself happy too fast. And mm-hmm. then it becomes this internal fight in your brain. Yeah, it's and almost th- like a lie causes, to yourself. Yeah, it causes more anxiety. It causes you to go in this kind of cognitive loop. You know, you go from yeah. your thoughts, your feelings, and back to the, that negative energy. And it just kind of spins and it creates more thoughts of, mm-hmm. why am I feeling anxious? And then you have these more you know, anxious thoughts that just yeah, ramp it up. Yeah, which sometimes leads us to buffer and you know, try to cover that up with external you know, right. Uh, simple, simple pleasures. And yeah, we like were that. joking about that with um, Bridget's dad today because he's been on this good diet and he's been doing great. Well, then yeah. he was, 
he got angry about this whole thing and and today he kind of the was, politics and everything. yeah he was yeah. getting all worked up so he was eating triscuits and cheese and he was going kind of off his <laughs> low carb diet so you know that's what you have a tendency to do because you don't know what to do with those feelings and so instead and it, yeah. of that instead of trying to cover them up sometimes it's good just to just to feel them and understanding that you know, life is supposed to be that way. And that's something that we didn't quite talk about. And maybe we want to a little bit as the good and bad that life is supposed yeah, to bring. Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah, I want, I would like to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I talk think, about that a little bit. Yeah. So in the coaching world and correct me if I'm wrong, like the message that is often spread is that life is 50, 50, which yeah. means it's a balance. There's always a constant balance of good and bad at all times. Right. So the idea that is, you know, pushed on us most of the time is like, you're supposed to be happy and positive and cheerful all of the time. And if you're not having a good time and, you know, taking selfies and going on vacation, then it's kind of the know, Disney mentality, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's not real life. And no, and no one is happy all the time. And people that no. are sitting on the other end of their phone are you know, posting pictures or um, on social you know, media. Yeah, or try, or trying to happy all the show time. you how many push-ups they're doing while they're in quarantine. You know, that's I think it's great and positive, but it's also important for us to realize that um, those people are also feeling bad at times. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah. and it goes it's the other way too. Right. Yeah, and I wanted to say I've noticed the more that this um, you know virus and pandemic pandemic. Uh, and all of the fallout has come into the like consciousness of all of the people. Of everyone, the more, yeah. Yeah, the more positive things I've seen arise. Yes. Like it right. completely balances itself out, but it's almost mm-hmm. like there's hyper positivity contrasted with like this hyper negativity. Um, you no, know, yeah, feeling of yeah. uncertainty. And you see people reaching out to be with their families more and, um, you know, making funny, like I've seen a lot of singers making <laughs> like silly videos <laughs> of them, of themselves, like trying to sing high notes and, yeah. you know, challenging each other. And so there's like kind of this balance of like, okay, well now I have all this time, you know, what can I, how can I make good of it? And right. I think, you know, there's some beauty in that. And yeah. if we can um, focus our minds more on what is the good coming out of this or what can I, how can I put good out into the world and make good of what we have right now. Right. Um, yeah. That, and look at, it adds look more at, to your life. Yeah. Look at the things that are actually happening in a positive way, not necessarily to take away that negative emotion, but just to see it, see that to there's see 50, both. Yeah, yeah. See that there's good, see that there's bad and realize that that's the way it is every day. You know, even though we think we want to be happy all the time, but we really do need some of that negativity to teach us what good is. Right. Because if everything was always perfect and and normal and we never had anything scary and negative like we're going through right now, we just wouldn't have that appreciation. You you wouldn't even know it or you'd just be bored. (laughs) You'd You'd be like, there's nothing challenging or. Well, and that, that's the thing. It challenges humanity. You know, I feel like this is such a challenge to creativity. You know, all the veterinary hospitals are trying to figure out how to see clients without really seeing clients. You know, we don't want them in the building, but we want to take care of the pets. And so it really brings this collective, um, I don't know, it's just like the human spirit. It rises up to try to meet the challenges. And I think that if we never had anything bad happen, 
that then we would miss out on a lot of a lot of innovation and a lot of ambition yeah, that absolutely. we're seeing right it's now. It's totally human. Yeah. 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 It's and you it's, almost like I always when I when I really think deeply about how 50-50, like when I can go through my whole life and be like, how is this both? You right. know, it, it almost really puts you it. in a better, like you feel almost like unified with the, with the world because you're like, like this is why this I'm a happened. part of this like greater thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's not like this, this like, des- like uh, desperation to be something, something that, that you're, you're not. not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're yeah. always trying to be the other or needing person. to keep that high, you know, it's like, it's yes. like, no, I'm like, I have everything I need. I have food, shelter, and right. you know, love, and love. Or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, to be grateful for that and, and be in and grateful that we have the internet and we can talk and, you know, we can like be right in front of each other and um, be miles and miles apart. And yeah. that there's so something like amazing checking, about that. Yeah. So checking in with that when you're in a state of fear, anxiety, or depression to be like, it's not all bad and it's not all good and that's okay. Right. Um, I feel like really can ground you and center you in a time where it feels so chaotic. Chaotic and overwhelming. So let's talk a little bit about what kind of techniques can people use if they are feeling a little bit in this chaos to try to kind of bring that center besides the thought downloads, what other things? Because we talked about this a little bit before. Yeah. Things like meditation and yoga. Right. Yeah. I'm a big fan. You're into that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of meditation, and I think you are too, right? You oh yeah, I've been meditating daily. every day. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a very. I'm not very good at long meditation. I can do about ten to fifteen minutes. I think that's what scares most people away from it because they're like, you just sit for hours, <laughs> and breathe. <laughs> Especially people like me like, that are why? super. You know, people like me. Yeah, that can't you're like, gotta do the next thing. Gotta do the next yep, thing. I gotta have something else to do. But yeah, so talk about it a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean. That, that is what meditation is. It's basically sitting still in a chair or on the floor. You, you want to make yourself comfortable, but you want to sit up um, so you're alert and you're not falling asleep and you're, you're just breathing, essentially. And I think the best way to get started if you've never tried meditation before is to do um, a guided meditation. Um, like so like using a video an app or, or, or YouTube. App. Yeah, a video too. They have, they have um, things like that. Um, with someone that is talking you through kind of the steps um, and through a routine. Uh, It kind of gives you something to focus on. Yeah, I have an app. I think it's called Headspace. Yeah, I use Headspace And that's the one I use. And he's got Mm -hmm. the guy that I have. You can have a male or a female voice. (laughs) And I have this guy who's like British or something. And he has a very soothing way to talk you through it. Yeah. So I would, if you want to just try it without without an app, you yeah, find a comfy spot and, and sit upright, um, have your hands in a relaxed position and you can put, um, if you want to keep your eyes open, like a little candle in front of you so you can focus on the flame. I haven't or, done that. I like that idea. I like it. Cause yeah, when I, when I feel I like there's like to too many monkeys eyes. in my mind and like mm-hmm. when I close my, 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 uh, sorry, my your eyes. eyes. Yeah. It's too, yeah, it's too you can see the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see them. So, yeah. so you have monkeys in your brain. I have chihuahuas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the candle kind of helps you like have something to look at and just really yeah. zone in on. Um, yeah. So I like that one. Uh, and then you kind of start by checking in with your body. 
So you want to like do a scan from head to toe. Yes, and that helps of me. Every like take ten seconds to just kind of go from head to toe and like, like forehead, oh, I have, eyes. Yeah, neck, like you can shoulders. you say it in your head. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. say it in your head, and that helps you you know bring yourself in. That just kind of grounds you. Um, like oh, I notice a little tension in my hip, um, and I notice you know whatever it is, and then just notice it. Don't react to it, and yeah, try not to fidget as much as possible. Uh, and then after that, uh, you start counting breaths. So you can just kind of count to 10, breathe in and, and take kind of deep breaths times. is what yeah. my guy mm-hmm. always says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's about it. Uh, you can set a timer, but it, it's really hard to sit there for 10 minutes. But if you can uh, get yourself to do it, it kind of, especially if you've done your thought download and you're like, oh, this yes. thought is really weighing on me today. Yeah. Just sit there and like every time you exhale, be like that. I'm exhaling that thought. I'm getting out in of your this new brain. thought and I'm exhaling the old thought and just do that over and over again as much as you can. Yeah. And the first time, if you, you know, haven't meditated much, your mind's going to wander and you're going to find yourself thinking about, you know, the sandwich you had earlier or, <laughs> or the <laughs> you're let the dog or, out or, yeah. yeah, exactly. And as soon as you realize that you've done that, you just kind of bring yourself back and start at one and breathe. Start counting the breaths again. Breathe out the thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, that's about all you do. But over time, like you, you, you'll feel it in your, in your everyday. Like, I think you can attest to that too. That like, Oh yeah. Your, your mind is every more, morning, yeah, yeah. There's just I feel more so spaciousness and yeah. The first few calm. times I meditated, I did it with um, your brother, Tristan, because he had mm-hmm. gone to India and he was like an expert meditator. Yeah. And so he would take <laughs> me outside and make me sit there for like 30 minutes and it was a struggle. But once I kind of settled in and just kind of relaxed, it really does. Yeah, you kind make of you have to release amazing. yourself to it. Yeah. You kind of just have to let go and be like, okay, I'm just sitting here and I'm going right. to try this. Yeah, but yeah, the meditation um, is great. What about yoga? I think yoga is a good one too. I think a lot of people yeah. are getting into that more and more. And I wasn't into it until you, you kind of got me going. But now I enjoy I mean, it. I, yeah, I think it's great. I wasn't super into it until my husband got me started on it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. Um, I yeah. The thing about yoga that I think is really cool is, it's like it's more of a mind body connection because you're connecting the breaths that you're doing, like a meditative breath, to a movement. So every Rather time you're changing still. position, yeah. yeah. So every time you're changing position, you're either inhaling or exhaling. Um, and the more that you practice it, the more natural that becomes, and you're kind of you're just really kind of grounding yourself in. Like I am both a mind and a body in one unit. Well, and I think there's something about the the body movements that you have to do. It takes concentration. And so yeah. it kind of yeah, gets your brain to let go of some of that, the spinny thoughts. If mm-hmm. you're really in that, you know, up in that thought download and you, even though you wrote it down, it's still kind of spinning in that kind of that, you know, spinning yeah. mind well, and, that you get into. Yeah. And, and yeah, not to mention all the, like the body benefits that come from it, especially yeah. if you're stuck in quarantine and you are, don't know what to do with yourself. Yes. Um, there's plenty of people on YouTube that you can just get up in the morning and, you know, stretch it out and um, do some yoga, get, get you going. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I think it's super helpful. Okay. So let's talk about then. So we did the thought downloads. We're kind of trying to understand the feelings that are coming from those thoughts and we're kind of caught in this loop. We can meditate, we can do yoga, but I think that the next thing is to just 
what can you do to choose to change those thoughts in a way to choose a better emotion and kind of move through it? Because I think if we don't fight it, if we feel it, then we need to get to a point where, okay, now instead of buffering it or eating or doing something destructive to ourselves and then continuing to, you know, try to bury those feelings, if we get to purposefully choose where we want to move. And I think you can do that by either choosing the feeling that you want to have, if you want to go to a better feeling. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm feeling really high anxiety and I just want to go to neutral or I want to go to peace. You know, and sometimes it's a, a big stretch for you to go from anxiety all the way to peace in one fell swoop. So sometimes you might have to take steps. But mm-hmm. just if you decide on purpose that you want to go to a better feeling, and let's just say we just want to feel calmness instead of anxiety, then what do we have to do to get there? And I think if we realize that that anxiety is coming from all the thoughts that you wrote down, and then now we want to feel calm what kind of thoughts can we choose and how do we so move you're our replacing way out of you're like i want to feel this and then you're replacing the old thought with a different thought right because if you're choosing if you decide i would prefer to feel calm now i, I felt my anxiety i understand where it's coming from it's that chihuahua or the monkeys in your brain <laughs> yeah and now i'm not fighting it but i would like to now get out of this loop i would like to step away from it than choosing where you want to go. And mm-hmm. and I do that by either choosing a feeling, I want to feel calmness, or sometimes it's even an action. Sometimes if I'm really having trouble moving out of that, my action might be to drive me towards calmness. And the action might be the meditation or the yoga, mm-hmm. you know, something like that to, to assist you. But yeah, actually trying to trying to develop thoughts that will create calmness. And I think some of that is gratitude, you know, writing down, like you said before, things that we can be grateful for that can pull you into a, a better thought to choose. And mm-hmm. I like to write those down too. I like to write a list of what could I think better? And then picking one that really speaks to you that can help you when you, when you go back to those bad feelings, you know, and mine right. might be, you know, yeah, almost safe. like a mantra. Yeah. 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 Like you were saying, like I'm safe right here. Would right, be right something now, that you I'm could safe. come back to every like throughout the day during moments when you start to feel upset or whatever you're feeling. Right, especially like, with what's going on now. Sometimes you need that in front of your face, and I actually will write it on a index card and stick it on my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. But you could hang it on your computer. You could your type it somewhere. Mirror. Yeah, bathroom mirror. If you're getting ready to do something, you're not really going to work or you're just getting ready to, you know, get dressed in the morning, um, to just try to remind you that that's what you'd rather think. I wanted to talk about, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. I just, I just had the thought about, um, setting goals. Yes. You know, um, and how that, you know, in a time like this where like, we don't know what's going to be happening the next day, just having an idea of like, here's where I want to be with my my mind, the way I handle my mind in three months, you know, let alone like, (laughs) here's what I want to do with my career or whatever. It could be, it could be anything, but, um, I think having some kind of goal that you're working towards in a time where there's not a lot of structure and a lot of uncertainty to have something that you yourself are focusing on for you, 
um, to make you a better person. Maybe it might be a book that you're going to read. Yeah. Maybe it might be. Um, so how something, yeah, it, it brings that sense of like, I can accomplish this. I, you know, there are things in my life that I have control over. You know, I might not be able to control the what's going on out there. Contagiousness right. of this disease or of what's going on in politics or the stock market, but I can control like how many pages of this book I read or how Today. done my website is in a month or yeah. Things like or that. how prepared I'm going to be when this does get better to move on, to do yeah. the things that I want to do with my life. Absolutely. Because at some point, this is going to get resolved. We don't know how, but we don't need to in order to manage right. ourselves and in order to set goals. You know, maybe plan a vacation that we've always wanted to plan or write a list of things we want to do yeah. you know, when this is, is resolved yeah. and things are better. Yeah. I want to play a song on the piano or do a headstand or <laughs> right. Even yeah, <laughs> so many like little things that you could do to just, yeah, to have yeah, a goal and saw, something. That... Yeah. There's like dance classes that you can take online if you want to learn to dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. with the, with the downtime. And I think focusing on the future is such, I don't, it just pulls you out of that um, anxiety and fear. And it's a different kind of focus on the future. Right. Like you could focus on like, oh my God, what's the world going to look like in a year? Or you could be like, what am I going to be doing in a year that's going to be better than what I'm doing right now? Right. And how am I going to change because mm -hmm. of this? Right. Yeah. And what, better. what is this for me? What is this doing for me? Mm -hmm. Because all things, all things happen for some reason. We don't always understand it. Right. So yeah, I think yeah, that's but really it's, important. It's like letting go of what you can't what you don't have any control over, which is other people's thoughts and feelings about this and what other situation. people do even. What, yeah, what they're doing, what's, mm -hmm. yeah, what's happening with the virus itself, who gets sick, who doesn't get sick. There's a lot of things that you really don't have a lot of control over, but you can control you know, the steps that you're taking and the things that you want to accomplish. And self-development yeah. and yeah, mm -hmm. and coaching. Yeah, yeah, that's all really important to, to focus on. Because if you can take that focus and make it constructive, it's going to help you not focus so much on the, on those negative thoughts that your chihuahua wants to bring up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. All right. Is there anything else? We talked about setting goals, focusing on what we can control, which is really only us, right? The only thing we control is our mind. Mm-hmm. And we can't control what anybody else does Which, or says. The more that thinks. you think about it, it's so mind blowing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> when, when someone reacts to you and you're like, oh, I made them sad, or like, oh, you're making me upset. And the more you're like, nope, that's me. Like, I could choose to totally not, I could let that slide off. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It's, it's all just you. It's the only person mm -hmm. that you can control. Yeah. So just, yeah. you know, it's sobering and empowering at the same time. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it is all in your power. You know, mm -hmm. and I think we need to realize that we can take that back. You know, we feel like we're powerless right now, but we do have the power to take control of our brain mm -hmm. and do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. And that's really yep. what it's all about. And that's why we wanted to do this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So are there any last things you can think of that we forgot to talk about that we should? I know we're going to, we've got a couple other podcasts that we're going to do together. This yeah. was kind of our impromptu offering to well, those of you out there that are feeling chaotic and upset. We want to help you. Yeah, That's what we're I just here hope, for as coaches. Hope, exactly. Yeah. I hope people should 
would be willing to try some of these things that we brought up, you know, Absolutely. It's writing it down or meditating or uh, setting some goals. Um, and that if you, you know, you're going to fail <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and it's lot. not always yeah. going to be perfect no. and you're going to struggle when you're trying new things and that's okay. And to have um, compassion for yourself, compassion with yourself and right. yeah. And then just get, get back on the bike when, <laughs> when you fall off. <laughs> when so, you fall. Yeah. I don't know if I like yeah. that bike falling stuff. I'm always afraid I'm going <laughs> to fall off my bike. <laughs> Well, I mean, like a little here. kid, you know, right. you take I the training know. wheels off and then you're going to yeah. fall a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you're yeah. new at things, don't, don't be surprised when you fail. Yeah. Just if you meditate for eight and a half minutes and then you're like, <laughs> I can't sit here a minute longer. And, <laughs> and the dogs die. are bugging you. That's what happens to me. The dogs <laughs> yeah, start that's okay. Me. You did eight more minutes than you did the day before. Than you before, did the day so. before. Right. That's, yeah. that's the way we so, need to look at it. That's an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there and you're feeling chaotic, understand that that's, that's real and it's part of what's going on right now and it's okay. So have some compassion for yourself. If you're very much struggling and you need help, there's a lot of people like me out there coaching right now that would love to help you. So reach out to me. You can uh, get me on my website at juliecapel.com and reach out to anybody. There's lots of coaches out there. You can reach out to a friend or a relative if you just need to talk, but really be kind to yourself. I think that is really what it's all about right now. Mm-hmm. And Where can people find you? What's your, uh, what's your website? The website is juliecapel.com. The email is jacapeldvm at gmail.com. And so you can reach out. And if you want to be coached, I've got some free coachings available. I've got coaching programs that I offer. I have a free PDF on my website. So whatever we can do to help, we're happy to help. And I really love having Bridget on the yeah. podcast because she you. thinks totally differently than I do, which is amazing. <laughs> so I think we're a good balance. She's much more uh, structured awesome. and I'm much more free form. So oh my goodness. I think we balance each other <laughs> very well. You don't think that's true? I don't know. I don't feel very structured. I got a lot of monkeys right now. <laughs> I got to go meditate out. Monkeys and chihuahuas, right? <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast today, my friends. This is going to be out as soon as we can get it out. We want to get it out there to you just to try to help in these chaotic times. And we'll be back again soon, hopefully with something um, else to help. Right, Bridge? Yep. All right. So from Fort Worth, Texas, this is Bridget Capel. And Julie Capel, (laughs) the veterinary life coach. And we'll talk to you next time. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Bye.